Okay. We also have breaking news from the January 6th investigation and what a star witness will say Thursday night. Live details coming up at 410 with CBS News correspondent Catherine Herridge. Huge rally on Wall Street. The Dow up 750 points. The Nasdaq up 3%. WTOP News Time, 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York, where blistering heat is making life dangerous. It's very difficult because my air conditioning broke. Millions of, of people are dealing with triple-digit temperatures in several states nationwide. It's causing drought and wildfire concerns and forcing utility companies to keep a close watch on overworked power grids. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is in Texas. Basically, a heat dome has parked itself uh, firmly over the state of Texas. We expect to see temperatures here in Fort Worth, 110, 111 today when we hit our peak heat in a few hours. Britain hit 104 today, which is the hottest it's ever gotten there. We're just going to suffer through it because we're here for two days. We're going to make the most of it, and uh, yeah, we're sweating a lot. The heat wave in the U.K. has damaged airport runways and train tracks. It's also shut down bus service because officials are afraid roads will start to buckle. The House is voting on a bill to protect gay marriage. CBS's Natalie Brand reports. As abortion rights advocates and Democratic lawmakers continue to protest the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, the House is voting on a bill to protect marriage equality out of fear the conservative high court could revisit other landmark decisions. It simply says each state will recognize the other state's marriages. The measure is expected to stall in the Senate. A jury's been seated in Steve Bannon's trial in Washington. CBS's Skylar Henry is there. All of the jurors live in D.C. Some live near the Capitol itself. Many say they've never heard of the former advisor to President Trump. Bannon faces contempt charges for snubbing the January 6th committee. Opening statements started about 20 minutes ago. A judge has fast-tracked Twitter's lawsuit against Elon Musk with an October trial date. CNET's Ian Schur. Ultimately, he agreed to buy Twitter. He signed on the dotted line. And suddenly saying he doesn't want to and accusing the company of fraud raises the stakes enormously. High inflation is sparking recession fears, but experts are warning people not to panic. Here's CBS's Wendy Gillette. Goldman Sachs CEO and Chairman David Solomon said on CBS Mornings a recession is not a sure thing. I'm concerned about the possibility of a recession. It's not clear. It's not baked in the cake that there's going to be a recession. But there's no question, given the inflation that we have in our economy, you're seeing a tightening of economic conditions, and there is certainly a chance that that can lead to recession. He says it's partly dependent on the Fed's future action. The Dow gained more than 700 points today. And the Powerball jackpot's now up to $550 million, the seventh largest jackpot of all time. That drawing is tomorrow night. Good luck. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 4.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Tuesday, July the 19th, partly cloudy 88. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story this hour. Former Washington Commanders player DeShazer Everett has pleaded guilty in the December 2021 crash that killed his girlfriend, Olivia Peters. 
Our story from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. Here in Loudoun County District Court, DeShazer Everett pleaded guilty to reckless driving, which is a misdemeanor. He'd initially been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors and the defense asked the judge to have Everett sentenced in March since several witnesses who testify on his behalf are just starting the football season. Judge Deborah Welch said everyone in her court is treated equally regardless of their profession and that witnesses are like everyone else who has to take off from work or be subpoenaed. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. It is primary day in Maryland and candidates are sprinting to the finish line. Polls close in just a few hours at 8 o'clock tonight. WTOP's Liz Anderson speaks with voters in Prince George's County about the issues concerning them most. Gene says he's a Democrat now. I was a Republican, but you know, there's nobody Republican-wise who I'd vote for. He describes himself as pretty much a centrist. And Omatayo Ajani's chief concerns... Education, uh, transportation, and policing to make sure the community is safe, safe community. Ajani is also concerned about spending power at the pump. So I hope the economy is going to come down. They're going to help us with these gas, crazy gas prices. In Beltsville, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. It is unlikely we will know the winners in some close races tonight in Maryland. That's because potentially hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots won't be counted until Thursday. This voter in Montgomery County says he's okay with that. Yes, it's 2022, and we all wonder why we can't have immediate information because that's what we're accustomed to. But at the same time, we want clean and accurate results. Well, we will be following all the results whenever they come in. Dimitri Sotis and Michelle Bash getting ready, along with uh, a bunch of reporters here at WTOP on the WTOP election desk. So you want to keep it here on WTOP and WTOP.com. In other news, former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder is suing the president of the university where he works. The suit involves a personnel matter at Virginia Commonwealth University. Wilder works at VCU as a distinguished professor in the L. Douglas Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs named for him. Now he's suing the university's president and others because they didn't fire a now former university employee Wilder feels threatened him. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports those alleged threats came in the form of text messages critical of Wilder's ties to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. Youngkin was elected pledging to eliminate critical race theory from public schools. Wilder's suit says VCU leadership not firing the author of the text essentially paints him as a racist sympathizer. Christy King, WTOP News. Still no comment from VCU. Should Rock Creek Park's Beach Drive belong to outdoor enthusiasts or drivers? WTOP's Acacia James highlights the continuing debate. At a public hearing, the National Park Service announced that it plans to keep that stretch of Beach Drive closed to cars only during the summer months, holidays, and weekends. It provides for decreased effects to the local transportation network during the period when the traffic volumes are highest. We did receive new information recently from DDOT that supports that need. Superintendent of Rock Creek Park, Julia Washburn. Shortly after the pandemic hit, NPS closed a section of Beach Drive to motor vehicle traffic to allow people to visit the park safely. The service is allowing the public to comment on the changes through August 11th. Acacia James, WTOP News. Keep it here on WTOP. We'll have word on what one of the live star witnesses is supposed to say Thursday night at the January 6th committee's house hearing. Catherine Herridge of CBS News up next with some new discoveries. 407. 
With rising inflation and increasing global tensions, it's more urgent than ever for Congress to ensure America's national and economic security. Innovation legislation, including investments in semiconductors, will help America compete globally, strengthen U.S. research and development, create good-paying jobs, and support our supply chains. We need a level playing field for American workers.